time to buy in. You're listening to the Noble Capital Radio Hour. Now, let's start the hour. Welcome to this week's episode of the Noble Capital Radio Hour, where we explore income strategies for the modern financial landscape. I'm Sean Harris, and to the left of me, the figure four leg lock of the financial industry, <laughs> king of the canvas, the soldier of fortune, Jess the Hitman Hamill. Good morning. Man, I've been called that in a long time. And to my right, the pile driver of the private lending industry, delivering a brutal body slam to the big banks, the people's champion, Jaden No Holds Barred Newman. Hey. Good morning, gentlemen. It's good to be with you two again. Welcome to the airwaves. It is, man. If you get any tanner, dude, I'm gonna like really get upset with you. Yeah, it's it's see. hard to give you a run for I'm your still money. There, man. Check that out. Check it out. Hey, you you're right there with me. Right. So you ride uh, motorcycles, yeah. and that's what keeps you tan. That's don't, it, folks. You don't want to get a look at his legs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, here, let me get in on this. Here, I, I, am I tan? You gotta see between, tan the, enough? between the tattoo ink there. Oh yeah, sorry. I still got you beat. Man. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty pasty. <laughs> Dude, dudes, dudes comparing tans in the radio stu- studio here. <laughs> We're nobody can see. <laughs> All on. right, listeners, what do you think? Who wins? Yeah. You know? everybody, judge. You're the judge. No, it's been a it's been a, a heater this summer. Oh, I've been out on the oh. on the lake. Most, most uh, I guess most of our clients know not not necessarily all of our listeners, but I, I live out on Lake Travis, and man, the lake's going down. Um, yeah, quick. quickly. Um, we need yeah. some rain. Bad. But it's not. I mean, it's nothing. It always flux, fluctuates. Yeah, so everybody over dramatizes it. But it's just. It's been. We've been in the one oh fives. One oh. It's been nice having it full lately. You know, for like a while. It has it's been um, raining for two years. But you get out there and and you get you get roasted pretty quick. So yeah, yeah. my my lawn looks like hay. It's Does just, it? Yeah, it's oh, just dry, brittle. Some idiot turned around in my driveway, ran over a sprinkler head, and broke it. So now I can't turn my system on. So it's like uh, I'm getting browner and browner and browner while I'm waiting for Friday for the sprinkler yeah. head to come out. And, and it doesn't take long in this second. heat either. I know. It's I mean, for those of you listening that don't live in Texas, the Texas summer, especially August, can be just absolutely brutal. Yeah. Like, you can go it's from rough. Lush, beautifully green lawn to brown in a week. Yeah. In literally, a week. Literally. Yeah. So yeah. you did, that wasn't you getting home running over your sprinkler head? Uh, yeah, <laughs> who's to say exactly how it happened? You know, I'm, I'm pretty sure somebody turned out because I'm very yeah. sensitive about that. I'm very yeah. sensitive about that. Let's just say it was some jerk, yeah. some jerk, some head. idiot. <laughs> <out there. laughs> Come on, this guy. Well, if you haven't listened to the show before, or if you need a gentle reminder, we're Noble Capital Wealth Management a financial advising and income planning firm focused on helping our clients achieve financial freedom through predictable lifetime income. And if you want to get in touch with us, ask us a question, just make a comment on the show, whatever it is, you can send us your questions. Just email us at radio at noblecapital.com. So last week's episode was all things being unequal. And we talked about how to choose the right financial advisor for your specific needs. Call our phone number. 
Absolutely. <laughs> Easy like pie. Well, like I said, if, if, if your financial advisor's name is Jess Hamill, you know that you've picked the right You're financial there. advisor. You're already there, man. <laughs> but uh, we're going to go off to something a little bit different today. Uh, who wants to read the capital contemplations for this week? Jaden. Give it to the big guy. Yeah, I think Jaden's volunteering over here. Here it goes. Capital contemplations. By Jaden Newman. By Jaden Newman. Without your health, you've got nothing going on. Truer words may have never been spoken. That's pretty, uh, that's down about as far as you can go, man. So for two retirement points, which legendary professional wrestler said it? I thought Jaden said it. <laughs> Was it Rowdy Roddy Piper? Was it Hulk Hogan? Or was it the nature boy, Ric Flair? Ooh. Hey, I'm, I'm going, going I'm going with A, Piper. I was about to say, I'm just going to go with my favorite, Rowdy Roddy. Oh, man. It was the nature boy, guys. Really? It was Ric Flair himself. Wow. Said, without your health, you've got nothing going on. That's crazy. You know, I'm, I, uh, I met uh, the Hulk. Oh, really? Yeah, Hulk Hogan. Oh, like... Like more recently, or was it years ago? 1985, or? when I worked at the Harley dealer in Santa Ana, California, he brought an FLH in that we we customized for him, the, the Holster oh, Patrol, and it was nice. this crazy radical paint job. And he came yeah. in and hung out with us, and we all took pictures and stuff. So this this is this is in '85, back when he was the wrestler. Yeah, when he was on awesome the scene. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't a has been. Uh, he's not a has been. But he wasn't old. Yeah, no, no, he was he was at the top of his game. Yeah. It's like, you know, rare form body slamming Andre the Giant. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. So unfortunately, there will be no retirement points <laughs> allocated this week because nobody guessed the right professional wrestler. But your health is important. And, you know, this this really got me thinking. I, I wanted to talk a little bit more about health care, particularly in retirement. This week's episode is called Health or High Water. And I really want to kind of dig into, you know, healthcare is a huge conversation right now. And healthcare is just, it's extremely expensive. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're healthy or not. Uh, it, it just costs a ton of money, you know. And this is a concern for a lot of people, or at least it should be going into retirement or planning retirement, right? Because you have to figure out how you are going to cover your healthcare costs. Yeah. Not only are you no longer employed, you're at the stage of life where you're most likely to have serious health issues. Absolutely. We're, we're, we're past the cold and the sore finger at that point. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, absolutely. <clears throat> and the, the thing that I, you know, is really, I think is really important about this is, you know, we talk here at Noble Capital a lot about having lifestyle, confidence, and fulfillment. And if you're not in good health and you're incurring a lot of of healthcare expense, a lot of medical expenses, you can't have lifestyle, you can't have confidence, and you can't have fulfillment. No, right? not at all. And if you're if you're not truly prepared at that point in your life, I mean, it's not just a matter of all of a sudden you've got an extra ten percent of your budget is going towards something you didn't anticipate. I'm talking about wiping out a quarter or half of your retirement savings over one bad visit to the doctor. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I I, I hear stories all the time. In fact. Uh, one of uh, one of my colleagues had gotten into a car accident, and he was at the hospital for something like an hour and a half, and he racked up 
$60,000 in medical bills. <laughs> that crazy, man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it seems like it's, it's, it's always a battle between the insurance companies and the hospital and, you know, neither one of them wants to pay for it or they want to charge you an exorbitant amount. And, and, you know, it's, it's definitely something that everybody out there needs to be thinking about. Yeah. Right? But, you know, I mean, I think the, the bigger issue at hand here is not so much just health care, but health care and retirement and the, the, the unique things that hit to that hit the people in that, in that demographic. Yeah. Cause we got our own problems, right? And to fast forward another 20 or 30 years and there's a whole other set of problems coming. We got to deal with. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, this is a this is a great topic because this is one of those things that people really lose sleep at uh, lose sleep about at night and our our, our clients should. you know they're worried about this coming in because you're constantly being told that you know you're going to run out of money you're going to have all these problems and and you you end up having your lifestyle your confidence your fulfillment robbed from you over this sort of um ambiguous fear um out there of of running into major health issues and this is something just hits right on the every head day, every day every day and mm-hmm. it's awesome when you finally solve it for them that sense of relief and permission that the client feels and that's what we're going to get into in the in the up- upcoming segment Sean yeah and if any of you folks out there listening want to figure out how to secure that lifestyle confidence and fulfillment you can connect with us we hold dinner and discussion events let's call them financial freedom dinners <laughs> a couple times a month where you can come meet with us and we'll talk to you about our approach to income planning and what you can do to secure your retirement income. And you can RSVP by going to noblecapitalradio.com and you can RSVP right there on our website. Next one's coming up Tuesday, August 20th at Trulux. So after the break, we'll talk specifically about healthcare costs and some of the things you should consider when planning your income strategy. We'll be right back, folks. Talk 1370, the right choice. You're tuned in to the Noble Capital Radio Hour. Welcome back to the show where this week we're talking about health care. Now, we kind of discussed a little bit the last segment how much of a financial burden medical expenses can potentially be, particularly as people get later on into their retirement. And I was I was kind of researching this topic this week, and I found a couple of things that I thought were pretty interesting. I mean, I, I really want to put some numbers on this. And this first one comes uh, from a study done by the Urban Institute. They determined that people who are currently in their 40s can expect to spend roughly $335,000 on health care expenses alone during the course of their retirement. How much? $335,000. Wow. And if they live past 90, that cost goes up to $500,000. The reason I thought this was interesting is because our society, people in our society kind of get it into their head that I'm going to make a million dollars and then I'm going to retire. Right. 
And that may have been I don't know if those were the old days, but yeah, yeah, that may well, and and that's still something I used to think when I was you know a kid or or well, whatever. As long as like you die young, that'll work. Yeah, exactly. But you know, think about that three hundred thirty-five thousand dollars, or up to half a million dollars just in healthcare expenses alone. I mean, that shows that you really can't retire on a million dollars. You know, you you have to have a plan, and you have to. Put everything in the right place. So that's right? not entirely true. I mean, if you got a good Social Security and a fifteen thousand dollars a month pension, you can retire on a million bucks pretty easy by yourself. Oh yeah, yeah. What's a pension? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, again, that that's really exactly why you you need to have you know your finger on the pulse as you are trying to figure out how much you need you know saved when you go into retirement and what that income is going to look like and where it's going to come from. How many buckets do you have in other words, right? But that's the thing. You know, they're basically saying that as you as you age, you develop health issues. And as you develop health issues, your medical expenses increase. Yeah, if you you like me, you get all those things out of the way when you're younger. All you of a, your health get a, get a medical whole lot of injuries issues. and yeah, yeah, get, yeah. Get like really boogered up. And then by the time you get old and start getting natural stuff, it seems like it's no big deal. Yeah. So you're not going to have any more issues, right? Well, I'll have you're... more, but they're going to pill in comparison to the stuff that I racked <laughs> up over the younger days. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, so what, what I want to know is obviously this is something that you think about, Jess, as you are working with a client, particularly a new client who comes in and you're trying to kind of figure out, uh, you know, how to put all of the pieces in place for their income plan. Is is that something that you specifically address from the outset? Like what, you know, how are you going to cover potential healthcare expenses? Well, you know, everything is addressed from the outset. So, I mean, it's from day one, as we're building the plan, there are four or five very, very specific factors that go along with that. And that is one of them. So it's, it's addressed just as much as anything else from day one. But, you know, here are all these long-term care insurance guys they use these scare tactics and they'll say, you know, hey, by the time you need long-term care, that might be $11,000 you know, $11, a month. Do you have an extra $11,000 a month? And people freak out. They're like, oh, my God, where are we getting an extra eleven grand?" Mm-hmm. And they're talking about a nursing home. They forget if you're in a nursing home, all those other expenses go away. No more haircuts, no more fuel, no more auto insurance, no more electric bills. So when I build an income plan, the first goal is to satisfy your potential long-term care expenses with income. And then you're done. So you kind of work backwards. Is that uh, not so saying? much work backwards, but we, we, we know about what long-term care will cost if it's required. Mm-hmm. Most of my clients' needs and wants in income are at least that amount anyway. So if we set up an income plan, adjust for inflation, everything you heard us talk about before, mm-hmm. from the time you get to be 80, you've already got 15 grand a month dropping in your mailbox and you're in a $12,000 nursing home, you're set. You don't need any insurance. You're okay. It's all good. Yeah. I don't know if the, the listeners really dialed into what Jess just said, but he just dropped a nugget, folks. Um, what he's what he's saying is that the number one solution, the frontline solution for long term care and unexpected health care needs later in life is having a lifetime income plan. Yeah, because if, if you have a lifetime income plan and you have income plan for your entire life for both spouses, then when you are ready to transition into an assisted living or a, or a nursing home or even a stay a live in at home situation, you still have that income coming in to pay for that care. It's not over and above your normal expenses. Maybe you still have 10% in there of wiggle room for gifts or charitable, or maybe you're still able to somehow take a trip at that point. Sure. But, but what, what we're saying is it's a big lie to buy into the, the, the fear mongering long-term care product salesmen that are trying to make you believe that you have an extra 10 or 15,000 a month 
on top of your other expenses right. that you that need to be sense. covering for healthcare. Yeah. That that's a pure gold nugget that that Jess just dropped, and that's the kind of common sense solutions that he's going to bring to the table. So I I do want to get a little bit more into long term care in a bit, but at what point, Jess, do you address you know medical expenses, healthcare costs with a new client, or you know is it something that you specifically address, or is it just kind of just, you know, baked into the rest of the plan. No, absolutely. We, we, we literally address it in the first appointment. So I go through, you know, the first appointment is a meet and greet. Uh, I want to make sure that we get along, make sure that I can actually do something for you um, and see if we think we want to progress. So during that time, I ask a whole lot of questions and I give you the opportunity, the, the client, to ask me some. And one of them is, do you have a plan? It's, it's hilarious the response I get. I will word it exactly like this. Do you have a plan in place? to deal with long-term care if it becomes an issue for you. Nowhere in there did I say the word policy, right? And the people that have long-term care policies will say, yes. I'll say, okay, well, what's your plan? Oh, well, I got a long-term care policy with ABC company. But no, I didn't ask you if you had a policy. I actually had a plan to deal with it. And like, oh, I thought you said long-term care policy. I mean, that's it's amazing. That's exactly what they hear up front. So we determine, one, if they've got a plan in place for it, and two, if that plan involves a long-term care policy. And then we review the policy. And say, okay, this you know, this actually is not a bad policy. I see that probably twenty five percent of the time, and the rest of the time, I, I don't like to diss other other guys, but I'll say, okay, here are the here are the shortcomings I see in this policy. It's a reimbursement situation. The older you get, the less the benefit gets down. Um, is this actually going to solve the problem? And then we work into the income plan how we can solve it without even having to rely on that at all. Yeah, that's cool. That's a big relief when when you sort of break that that programming that we've all that, that yep. a lot of people have bought into i have to have long-term care that that's just what everybody's doing but folks we're here to tell you absolutely not yeah, that the fo- a much better way the clients we work with their higher net worth these are folks that that really need to set up what we call a self-insure plan um and and put more weight on on their self and their their own income and their own assets than a a long-term care policy Exactly. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with leveraging and using insurance to cover a perceived or potential need. I mean, we're all anesthetized of that, right? If I don't, I haven't had a wreck since 1982. But at the end of the year, Allstate does not give me my money back. I, I have paid for insurance. So that's what you get with a long-term care policy. If you don't need long-term care, you get nothing out of it. And the last thing you want to do is be wishing you needed long-term care when you're old just so you can utilize something that you put 100 grand into. But we have other ways of solving that where we can actually use insurance products that will cover a portion of that if you need it. But if you don't need it, then you get to use it having fun. There's only three options. You're either dead, you're healthy, or you're, or you're unhealthy, right? If you're dead, it doesn't matter. If you're healthy and you're out having fun, you get to spend the money on whatever you want. And if you're unhealthy and you need long-term care, we can leverage that dollar up to be a bigger portion to pay for that on top of the income. So that actually brings up an interesting point because we're talking about as you go into retirement, as you age, your medical expenses typically are going to increase, right? For the average person, I would assume that, yes. But one thing a lot of people don't think about when they're talking about healthcare expenses are the unexpecteds, right? I mean, you have, you know, what if you get cancer or what if you have some sort of freak alligator wrestling accident <laughs> or you know you, you never know but you do kind of have that income you have that savings you have that money in place to deal with some of those things early on right yeah for sure man it's all about it's all about planning though if you don't if you don't plan for it now and you're not a uh, recipient of a 
a lottery winning or an NFL player, then you know, you're going to have to deal with it in a crisis situation. Yeah, which you don't want to do. No, nobody wants to do that. And if you folks out there listening don't have that plan in place and you don't want to get caught in a crisis situation, just come talk to us. You know, we hold these events a couple times a month, typically twice a month. Next one's coming up Tuesday, August 20th at True Lux. That's this coming Tuesday. And all you have to do is go to noblecapitalradio.com and you can RSVP for our dinner and discussion event. When we come back, we'll talk about paying for health care during and throughout your retirement. We're going to go to break. We'll be back in just a second. And now, back to the Noble Capital Radio Hour. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, we've been discussing planning and paying for health care in retirement. And this is a huge expense, folks. I mean, medical expenses are a huge part of your living costs, particularly when you get to retirement and you're older. And they can you, be. Well, they, they, can be. they can be. Yeah. I'm not trying to. You could be in that. In I'm that not trying to scare 15 people. Per, 15 to 20 percent. They just, for whatever reason, they are just fine and they go to sleep one night and don't wake up. Sure. It's not everybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and like I said, you, you don't even have to be in retirement to, to incur significant medical expenses. Right. Right. But typically, as you age, your, your health declines and you, you have to spend more money on health care. Simple fact. And there's a, a couple of, of statistics I found, and, and these come from the Department of, of Health and Human Services. Uh, the first one says that 70% of today's retirees will need long-term care at some point. I was pretty close. I said 25% the other way, so 30. That's about right. Yeah. So uh, just real quick for those listening who may not have, have, have heard us before, can can one of you guys define what long-term care is exactly? Sure. It's the last what we say and this is what we we throw out at our events which you've been you've been reaching out to the the listeners and inviting them and again I didn't I'd encourage you to take up Sean and come listen and come meet us face to face as we have these discussions. Yeah, you can do it this coming Tuesday. This Tuesday. That, that's in 2 days. So here's a preview. What we're going to tell you is look Long-term care is simply the last three to five years of your life. It's okay. possible it's a little longer if you have a cognitive disorder. Um, but most for most of us, it's going to be that last three to five years yeah. of your life where you need some kind of assistance. And at that point, Medicare does not cover long-term care anymore. That's Those aren't typical health insurance expenses. So right. you have so to have critical, some... Uh, a critical illness, they call it. A critical illness, you have to have some type of other financial plan, long-term care plan resources that are aimed at that 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 part of your life. So, getting assistance for critical care is is not part of Medicare. No, not at all, or health insurance for that matter. That's something else a lot of people don't realize. Even if after Medicare starts, you're one of the lucky ones that has a pension, or you have one of those companies that paid for the group health insurance that went with them, they don't pay for long-term care. They pay for immediate care. Right. So Jaden gave you the practical answer. Yeah. Um, anybody that's been involved in putting a loved one in a nursing home or having to deal with any of this um, will understand this. The 
the definition of needing long-term care is needing assistance with any two of the of any two of the six activities of daily living. Okay, so this is like eating and bathing. Yeah, and, I mean somebody and, somebody somebody had to make a, a a benchmark and said, okay, if you're going to trigger a long-term care policy, if you're going to move to a nursing home, if you're going to get it. Medicaid. We have to have a, a, a benchmark that says you're here. You don't need long term care. Here you do. I so, bet it was an insurance company oh, that sure created those, <laughs> or, those or a politician, one of the two. Yeah, well, well, they basically took enough. everything that we do, normal a normal activity, a normal day, and yeah. broke it up into six activities. So it's you know get out of bed by yourself, get dressed by yourself, bathe by yourself, go to the bathroom by yourself, cook by yourself, and they call it transferring. Basically, move around by yourself. Right. So if you need being help, being ambulatory. Yeah. So I mean, like being in a wheelchair and not being able to bathe yourself, you know, or yeah. Uh, incontinence and you burned yourself cooking bacon a couple of times last week. Any, any two of those six, I burned myself right? bacon, making bacon a couple of times. Um, last any two week. of those six qualifies you or designates you as needing long-term care. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And you know, we're talking about, about long-term care here. And from what I understand it, I mean, it can cost a lot of money. I have another stat here from the department of health and human services that says a, Semi-private room in a nursing home costs an average of $6,800 a month, which comes out to a little over $81,000 a year. Wow. That's wow. so over so, three years, that amounts to nearly a quarter of a million dollars. Right. So if that was on top of your normal expenses or your normal income, that would be huge. That's, I mean, not for everybody, but still, that's, I mean, 80 grand a year. That's wow. Where are you going to come up with that on top of what you're already doing? But right. if you're already going through hundred grand a year with a normal lifestyle and now all of a sudden your normal lifestyle gets replaced with a nursing home lifestyle at 80 grand a year, as far as I'm concerned, you're banking 20 grand. So if you come in here and let us set you up for the right income plan, you're making money on long-term care. And how's you know, that for a stretch? That's awesome, yeah. Jess. And you know, the thing, couple points here. First of all, the, the the average nursing home semi-private room is nothing special. No, it's sad to say, but you know, take a few steps inside and 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 take a whiff, um, mm-hmm. and and there's your first sign right there, right? Yeah, you just painted so, a, a picture in my head. I, I'm telling you, yeah. and it's I mean, it's no, real, I it. real easy to do because we visited, you know, many of these. We have clients. Right. So, you know, stepping up to more assisted living facilities or lifestyle f- facilities, yeah. which are kind of the next level up. Or even in-home care. In-home. Which, which is even more expensive. It is. And, 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 but, you know, that's personally what I want to do. I, I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm, I want to be out at, at my place. I don't, I don't want to be yeah. in a, a, a no facility. Way. No way. I want to go to bed so, one night and not wake up. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's how a lot of our clients no are. No long-term care for No long-term you. I want to yeah. ride wheelies all day and get totally sunburned and come home and like pitch a fit trying to sleep because the, the sunburn hurts on the sheets. And yeah. then I just want to take my last breath. That's yeah. it. Right. No there. nursing home. No nurses. Well, so. Uh, we should all be so yeah, lucky. About 90-ish. Well, so here, here's the other thing is, you know, when, when you talk to. When you talk about the this whole concept of, of income planning to deal with long term care, which again that's the nugget that that yeah. is the that's the that's the punchline of the entire show, Sean. Yeah, Jess has dropped it a couple times. The question is though, is how safe are those income sources where you're counting on that lifetime income? And this is where a lot of people, this is where a lot of the planning. If you're a do it yourselfer, you're dealing with a. Uh, a Wall Street focused stockbroker who who maybe holds himself out as a a retirement planner. Right. That that's where we beg to differ, and that's kind of where yeah. we, where where the we, fork comes with our planning and and what you see as a traditional yeah you know uh, money manager or stockbroker focus. 
again, we have no problem with the stock market, but Jess is going to really focus on exactly where's that income coming from? How safe is it? And is it indeed lifetime predictable guaranteed income? Yeah, the right income for each distinct purpose. That's exactly right. right. So by the time I'm I'm in my eighties, I'm I'm asking Jess if I'm a client, Jess, where's my income coming from, and yeah. and how safe is that income at that point? And I'll say I told you that fifteen years ago when we sat down and set up this income plan. That's right. Yeah. Well, as let's, you age, your memory kind of goes we too. That. So, so that's why we have it written down. Let's sit down and look at your income plan. Let's see. How old are you? Okay. Look in this yeah. column. We got it. We got it yeah. figured out. Well, this is it's why on I, paper this is why outside. I've been living with confidence and spending money because I've known that I'm going to finish strong yeah, exactly. and, I, and I don't have this ambiguous fear about the, the, the fear of the unknown. And that, that's the beauty of the plan, Sean, is for, for 20, 25, 30 years, I've known that I'm going to win. Yep. I, I win in the end. Sure. And, and because I mean, you have a plan, I have a plan. Yeah. And it's I as simple as that. Really. I finish strong and I win. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, you guys, you brought up briefly earlier, long-term care insurance. I mean, I mean, is that, isn't that an option for people who might need long-term care I mean, one yeah, day? I mean, it's I, an option. No, but nobody, everybody's not the same, right? Um, there are plenty of people that would benefit most likely assuming they need long-term care in a standard nursing facility that would benefit from a long-term care policy. I'm not, I'm not saying they're all bad, but the, our typical client in the, the little bit higher net worth than the average American, um, that's really not going to suit their needs. And we, and we've come up with better ways of dealing with it. So if you're, you know, if you're living on social security, your house is paid off, you have your, your retirement means you've slowed down and just play with the grandkids. You're not going out and doing anything. You're not living larger and your expectations are not tremendous, and you have a long-term care policy that covers a couple hundred, two fifty a day, mm-hmm. then you're probably going to be okay. But that's not the the something lifestyle, confidence, and fulfillment that our that our clients um, typically are looking for. Yeah, for sure. And and don't be fooled. There's a whole bunch of different levels of nursing home care out there. That oh. six, seven, eight thousand dollar a month uh, average they throw out. That's that not can, even the most expensive. That can option. be twenty. I mean, it's you not, can it's have not some, the most comfortable option. Yeah, no way, not at you all. Man. You can have some incredible nursing homes out there that that yeah. that the nursing home portion of it is a is twenty percent of the experience instead of hundred percent of the experience. Yeah, and and that's the thing is is you're paying that extra money for the lifestyle, yeah, right? You're, exactly. You're not stuck in a little room with two beds, and you know you you actually have some, you know recreation and you have some exactly community and, and that's all the stuff that, that's, that's going to that's going to make the not only the final party life better but it's going to make it longer too yeah if yeah the final party life exactly. is basically waiting for the certified nursing assistant to come in and change your diaper i, I don't want to yeah. live that long that but no. if, if you're in a place that's really nice that has stuff to do that that, that, uh, that taxes your mentality on a daily basis you're going to live longer and have a better quality of life and Absolutely. that's what i want to help my clients uh figure out today how we can pay for that just out of income that we're generating already. Yeah. And right. you know, here's another little tip. I, I know you talk about that. I think the listeners will appreciate is, you know, you talk about income planning for later in life. It's, you know, sometimes you'll have a client tell you, well, Jess, so we're not going to be traveling as much and, you know, we're going to be living a simple life, just probably watching Netflix and, you know, reading books and that kind of thing. And that's fine too. So like but, what we, we're not going to, we can kind of pare back our, our income at the end. So you don't need to have me out there spending three, 400,000 a year in 30 years no, from now. That all the time. Right. And that, and there is a basis to that. That's right. absolutely true. So they'll bring that up. But but one of the things that that I know that you talk about is well look why not leave some cushion in there for additional healthcare expenses or things that might come up later down the road, 
because that that's one line item that's that's probably outpacing your typical three percent inflation the wild card yeah. right it's is definitely outpacing it and you don't know if you're gonna need it what's the cost gonna be so so that that's something i've seen you do is is you you kind of trade lifestyle travel all of those you know discretionary things that they don't think they're going to need for a, a cushion for long-term care or health care expenses and you know the cool part about doing this for a while is that you actually get to see some back testing and some some results right and one thing that we see time and time again it's amazing how well it just works out but that's kind of the way life is right things work out um as your health care needs increase, as your as your health decreases and your lifestyle starts to reflect that, the costs just seem to weigh out. You know, if you're spending thirty grand less a year on skiing and, and travel, that's about thirty grand a year more that you're spending on on long term care needs. So in the end it just works out. But we will solve the income plan linear for inflation, assuming that at ninety you're doing the same thing you're doing at sixty five, and then we adjust it to reflect your true lifestyle. That's why we meet every single year. We sit there and make sure that we're taking care of the current needs. And in the end, we'll never let those later years fall below what long-term care costs would be. That's perfect. And I just had a light bulb go off in my head. It's kind of like, I don't know, I'd call it income arbitrage. <laughs> exactly. Right? Exactly. What it is. So, so you're basically substituting income you would have spent for something else when you were younger for something that you need when you're older and that your lifestyle dictates that that you need right yeah, for sure. so that that's actually really smart when it comes to, to income planning you know uh, one thing I do want to touch on real quick is when it comes to something like long-term care where does Medicare fit into something like that because there's a lot of it people doesn't. out there that you know the only like, like they they think and they're counting on Medicare no. So, I mean, you can count on Medicaid, but Medicare, um, which is your basically uh, health insurance replacement when you hit full retirement age, sure. does not cover long-term care. It okay. goes to Medicaid after that. So you you basically don't rely on Medicare at all. So if you're in long-term care and you get a runny nose, Medicaid's paying for that as part of your long-term care. Yeah. And just to be clear, Medicaid means you've gone broke. Yeah. And yeah that's spend, after you spent all your yeah, money. You just assuming you went completely so that, broke. That's never going to be the plan for our clients. Yeah. 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 So Medicare, okay, that's, that's he read up a great point. So Medicare goes away when it comes to treating long-term care. Then when long-term care kicks into play, it's either go completely broken, rely on Medicaid, or do it our way. That's right. Well, I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself. And folks, if you don't have that plan in place, you need to secure your future. And if you want to learn a little bit more, just come see us at one of our, what did I say before, our financial freedom financial dinners. Financial freedom, because I was thinking freedom fighters, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but if you, if you want to come out and have dinner with us and you know just learn a little bit more, uh, go to noblecapitalradio.com, and you can RSVP right there on the website. We'll be back in a second. Austin's Talk, 1370. Once again, this is the Noble Capital Radio Hour. And we're back. If you just tuned in, we've been telling you everything you should consider about health care when planning your retirement income. Not everything. We've got nine more minutes. That's true. We, we, we have a little bit, but I actually want to kind of recap because we covered a lot of ground. And I'm going to start by just saying healthcare is expensive. You know, I don't care if you are retired or if you're 20 years old, healthcare is expensive. And it gets more expensive as you age. Typically. That's true. Always. Typically, right. 
you know, so you really have to have some foresight when it comes to planning your retirement, because this is, this is a very important thing that you are going to have to allocate money for Sean or, or an advisor with some foresight. That's exactly. right. Hey, hello. There you go. <laughs> Sean, this is an That's area, this is an area, this is one of those big, um, we could call it myth busters or the big American lie. This is one yeah. of those areas that, that Jess is going to point out to you as, as a client early on. Yeah. That look, you, you've been buying into this, um, this myth that you're going to have to, you know, essentially sacrifice your lifestyle and your confidence and your fulfillment during your retirement years in order to make sure you're going to be okay with health health care. Not me, man. And I'm riding a wheelie with an oxygen tank strapped to the back. <laughs> what, what I love about Jess. You're going to need a trike for that. <laughs> well, so he, he takes pride in, in, in busting those myths. Yeah, and, you know, it's sure. another one I can think of actually why we're just kind of, um, you know, chewing the fat here a little bit. It's like people thinking that when they retire, they're going to be in a lower tax bracket. Right. So they Rarely. save all not these our tax deferred. Not if we, you've done it right. That's yeah. a different show, but it's it's an example of another big myth that we Well they're not they're in a higher tax bracket, Sean. It's just we we supplement that income with, with either tax free or tax efficient um income. We don't want as full taxable income as you get into the higher tax bracket because okay. our clients live li- they live larger in retirement than they did while they were working. Good. Which requires more money. So we so, want to make sure that we can supply that income without giving more of it to the, to the, uh, uncle Sam. If you're listening to this and you've been swimming upstream your whole life and you've been kind of going against the flow away from the herd mentality, yeah, you're going to, the current, you're, you're going to love me. You're going to love Jess <laughs> because we will call you. We'll just call it out with you candidly, just like we're sitting down with family and having a conversation about what the, what the truth is about retirement and, and how it's going to play out. So, I, I always appreciate that about you, Jess, and it's it's awesome that you take pride in seeing the client, you know, finally kind of get that that confidence and that that realization that hey, everything's going to be okay. Yeah, it's a uh, it feels really good when I've got a client that's afraid to spend money on fun stuff, and I can show them that not only can they spend money on fun stuff, they can spend more money on fun stuff and still be okay, and that way they get to go actually enjoy life. It's 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 this is going to sound kind of arrogant, but there are some turning points that happen in that office where people's lifestyle significantly changes. They go from a basic needs retirement because they're so afraid of running out to a fulfilled retirement where they get to do all the things they wanted to do because we were able to set up a plan to show them that they can do them without running out of money. Yeah, It's, you, it's so gratifying. So powerful. It's, it's, it's Sean, another way to put it is at, at some point as you're accumulating and you're saving for retirement, the risk kind of shifts from me making bad decisions and losing my money in the stock market to me just being insecure and not having a plan and living right. under this sort of dark cloud of, of just sort of fear and uncertainty. It's that, now, that, that could be very well the biggest risk in retirement for our listeners. Yeah. And you said uncertainty, but another part of it is, and I don't mean this in a pejorative way, but naivety. You know, it's just not knowing or not understanding, So true. you know, and if you don't have a plan, I, that's, that's naive. Well, a lot of people approach retirement with a, a you know, an ICE 401k, they've got some IRA or maybe a Roth and some savings and they, they think they have a plan, but the closer they get to realize that they've got some accounts, but they don't have a plan how they're going to do it. Yeah. And, and let's be honest here, uh, Medicaid, Medicare, those aren't going to cover your lifestyle. 
in, in They're not going to cover lifestyle. They'll cover your fundamental medical needs if you go broke. Barely. Yeah, barely. And, and, in, and in the, the most uh, bare bones way. Yeah. And that's not the way that you deserve to live. I'm going to nurse changing my diaper, not a certified nursing assistant. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well guys, so I always just really enjoy, I mean, this really is the best part of my week, you know, because I get to come here, I get to have fun with you guys, and I get to talk to all the people out there and show them that there is a way. Show them that there is an alternative to worrying about how much money you're going to have to live on when you retire, you know, and, and you guys come here and you speak these truths to me and uh, I'm getting an education myself. But what I really want right now is for you two to put your money where your mouth is. Toe to toe, man. Let's do it. This is where each week my esteemed co-hosts have to come up with a phrase related to this week's episode, and I get to amuse myself by telling them how they have to deliver it. So here's how this works. Every episode, I seal the guidelines for the game in the Shanvelope, and I open it on air so they never know what to expect. And if I stump them this week, they owe me free health insurance for a year. The whole enchilada. Yes, I want everything. My my doctor's visits. Got and, it. And I tell you what, I am going to milk it for all it's worth. I'm going to go see an acupuncturist. I'm going to go to my chiropractor every day. I don't blame you. <laughs> all right, guys. Enough fooling around. Let's let her rip. All right. I want you to sum up today's episode in any number of words, as long as you incorporate the word health. Oh, it's on. Like Donkey Kong. Let's do it. Let's see. Here we go. While the guys are racking their brains trying to put this one together, I just want to remind you that you can learn more about us at noblecapital.com. Check us out on Facebook at Noble Capital, on Instagram at Noble Capital Radio, and you can download every episode of the Noble Capital Radio Hour wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, that's your time. What did you come up with this week? Mine, mine ties somewhat into some political statements, so I want to give a, um, what do you call it, a disclaimer? disclaimer. This, is, this is not a political statement. This is just Jess having fun, right? All right. Let her so rip. If you, if you control your health, you control your life. That's Fair good. Enough. Yeah, I didn't even pick up on the political statement so well, much. Whole, if you control the people's health care, you control their right. lives. Kind of no, thing. I get it. Control but your own. It's just it's a true statement. It yeah, is, but also if sure. you eat avocado and kiwi for lunch yeah, every don't day, do you are stuff. controlling don't your health. Don't do stupid stuff and you won't have these health care costs when you're old, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is true. So preventative health care is what you're talking Take care of yourself, Take folks. it into your own hands. Try good. being the only guy at a table of four in Kansas at a barbecue joint eating salad and asparagus. Well, these guys are making fun of me because they're eating yeah. meat. You must be the lamest Hey, guy. we get it from the table and they're all rubbing their stomachs <laughs> at going, that oh, table. Oh, oh. And I'm like, hey, that was great. Yeah. yeah. That's a that's a great inside joke. So uh, I'm going to lay one down here. I, I know that I probably oh, win like 80% of the time sure, here, man. but here it is. He's profound. He has an animal magnetism. You ready, Sean? I'm ready. Let's okay, hear it. Here it is. Just like your health, without a retirement plan, you've got nothing 
going on. Boom. Circling back around to today's right. capital contemplations, Hell right yeah. at the beginning of the episode. That was beautiful. You guys. Mr. Jade Newman, folks. There you go. I hate to say it today, but that's it for the Noble Capital Radio Hour Let's this week. Let's keep going. I'm Jaden. I'm Sean. Well, I'm also Sean. <laughs> and remember, life is short. Plan to enjoy it. Happy Sunday, folks. We'll see you back here next week. All opinions and information expressed by the speakers on this show are solely the opinions of those speakers and not those of Noble Capital or any of its subsidiaries or affiliates. All opinions are based on information the speakers consider reliable. Opinions and information are provided as is for educational purposes only, cannot be guaranteed or warranted, may change without notice, and may not be corrected or updated. Opinions and information should not be construed as an inducement to invest and offer to buy or sell securities, nor as legal tax or investment advice, nor do they take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and are therefore not necessarily intended as recommendations suitable for you. You must make an independent decision regarding investments and strategies mentioned on this program. Neither the speakers, Noble Capital, or their affiliates guarantee any specific outcome or profit. Past performance is not indicative of future results, and all investments involve inherent risk of total loss. Strategies and investments fluctuate in price and value, and investors may get back less than they invested. You should seek advice from independent financial, investment, and legal counsel before making any financial or investment decisions. Transmission of Information through this program is not intended and does not create an advisor-client relationship between you and Noble Capital. Information provided on this program may reference other service providers, including websites operated and maintained by third parties. The provision of such information does not imply responsibility for or an endorsement of any third-party information, opinion, recommendation, or investment product. Reproduction, distribution, republication, and or retransmission of any portion of this program is prohibited without the prior written consent of Noble Capital. Ooh, that's too long. <laughs>